Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne and host of Enthusiasm. Today I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to right now. So, search for Divisor, that's D-E-V-I-S-E-R, wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode. Hello folks, Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence, and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts, or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A. L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself. Hi, I'm Johnny, writer and narrator of the Magnus Archives. And I'm Sasha. I play Georgie Barker on the Magnus Archives and I write What the Ghost. And we've launched a games company. When we're not at Rusty Towers doing spooks, we create role-playing games as MacGuffin and Company. Each month, we put out a new world for you and your friends to explore using any role-playing system you like. They're full of places to go, people to meet and secrets to learn, as well as a juicy mini-campaign to play through. 
Hunt ghosts through space with harpoons. Ride a steam train through a psychedelic hellscape. Our settings are bite-sized and bizarre. And they're available in screen-reader-friendly, accessible formats. You can find all of our free games at mcguffinandcompany.com. And you can get more settings and goodies by supporting us on Patreon. Our first Patreon-exclusive micro-setting is Not Far to Bermuda. It's a fun cruise. And has been for 294 days and counting. Check it out at patreon.com forward slash mcguffinandcompany. That's patreon.com forward slash mcguffinandcompany. Thanks so much for listening. And enjoy the show. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Michael, Erin Triplett, Kai's Creations, Haley R, The Ace Ace, Fennec and Therese, Lemke, Evan, Hal, William Brandes Stoddard, L, Aaron Everett, Andy Williams, Zach Smith, Amber Armstrong, Millie Bailey, A. Hargreaves, Molly, Cass Landman, Plot Twisted. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Bryn Monroe. And Helen Gold. And who are you playing? Hamitla Harun Al-Taham. Azu. And everything is different. Again, if, if it's a good time to jump on board, I suppose. No, it's terrible. This is a very bad... We're all having a very bad time. Oh, well, so yeah, I mean, everything's basically fine. We got trapped on another plane for 18 months. We came back and the entire world was a mess. Yeah, the last But we episode... don't know what's going on. And your so... families are okay, apparently, so far. Someone uh... told you that, so it must be true. Well, yeah, it's going to have to trust, be true. Someone we trust, Alex. If don't abuse that true, trust. If it is not true, Azu is not going to... There's going to be a little... Oh, Azu the anti-paladin. I could get on board with that. No, and just, just Azu a rampage. The, Azu the vengeance paladin. Yes! Oh. Absolutely. Oh. I mean, I'm edging there <laughs> right now. Okay, so as a as a very, very... Yes, yeah, so we come so in, much Cam and Naz, you're having a big hug. Yes. Well, you're very little, so like her hand is on your head, <laughs> just patting gently. So the whole world went wrong. There are signs that it might be tied to the simulacrum stuff. And Curie has requested if you would be willing to go help Wild with his investigations that he has been continuing. Mm-hmm. However, it is worth bearing in mind that everyone doesn't trust everyone and it's all a bit sneaky, mm-hmm. etc. So I'm going to, if it's okay with both of you, accelerate time from where we left off just a little bit. So before we go see Wild, Hamid at least is going to insist on taking his brother to wherever his family are. So, yeah, I think that's I, fair. you probably assumed that. So uh, that's where I'm sort of leading into. Everyone's brought out from the guardhouse that Einstein has been allowed to use as a sort of teleport point. <laughs> it becomes apparent that it's it's sort of a way for them to control entrance and exit in terms of it being a teleporting spot. They are brought into the main house. However, a guard is assigned. Well, more than one guard. A few guards are assigned. And they are led through to what was the wine cellar. The wine cellar has been fitted up. It has cots... It has toilet facilities marked. Like they've, they've done a good job actually converting it kind of dorm style. But then everyone has explicitly stated that with the exception of you two, they are going to be expected to be monitored for the next seven days because then they will know whether they can be trusted because the last thing they want to do, and they're quite candid about it. In fact, you get a chance to chat with, yeah, the two servants who were looking after you way back when. Mm-hmm. They're sort of 
explaining this to you. Very happy to see you. I'm not going to RP it, but it's, it comes down to they are explicitly saying that they will not let you, even if you knew where the family were, take the little brother. Because even if you're okay, the little brother might not be, mm. you might not mm. be. No one gets to move from this location with the exception of you two because you're just going to be under guard at the other end <laughs> without passing that seven-day quarantine. Just no one at all. Okay, uh, I'll ask if we can come back in seven days at the end of quarantine then. The, the servant's like, it's above my pay grade, but I don't sure. see why not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, all right. The new employee, if you remember back when, doesn't, mm-hmm. but the older one who'd been there a while keeps falling back into sir and so on. They ask you explicitly, do you want us to send on your brother to the rest of the family when the seven days are up so he doesn't have to wait here longer in case you're delayed again? Yes, <laughs> that's probably for the best. Then it is worth mentioning, whilst this has been going on, you all get a night's rest. Like, you just do. I'm just... I'm hard-ruling that even if you try and run on, no one will let you. Yeah. That's Word, probably, probably for the best, yeah. <laughs> Word spreads about who you are to a degree insofar as, you know, it's a bit cagey, but generally speaking, you see a few more of the old staff who have stayed on. We'll swing by and say hi to Hamid. Azu, you recognise, basically, a couple of people who used to work at the Temple of Aphrodite, but civilians, not clerics or oh. paladins. Oh, OK. Basically, administrative staff of... of no sign of Aaron Fairhands. No sign of Aaron Fairhands at all. But You're going to ask everyone, about them. Everyone is very clear that they're like, well, I'm really good to see you, but everyone is clearly cagey and waiting for you all to turn out to be yeah. another traitor, another saboteur or whatever. I'm going to ask the people from the Temple of Aphrodite what happened to Aaron Fairhands. They refuse to tell you. Oh, no! They're like, if you get vouched for, that's fine, but they're not going to tell you until your quarantine's passed. <sighs> they they refuse to give you that information, but it's clear that they kind of want to, but also some of them actually refuse to, like, one or two of them refuse to talk to you two. Oh, my gosh. But it's just under the assumption that they're just going to be let down. Like, it's clear the others are like that... They, you know, their mother came back and then... Oh, no, they're all so broken. So they're all just like, they're just assuming... Everyone is traumatised. They are just working under God. the assumption that you are going to turn and look, try and look, kill look. everyone. Alex until has created a world lies. where it's not just the PCs you feel miserably. It's literally everybody. Everyone's literally had a winter soldier everyone. pulled on them. Yeah. <gasps> the whole world. Oh, no, that's so sad. Cool. So the night passes easily, like... You know what? Give me, give me will saves. <laughs> what? We're still what? doing this. Because oh. sometimes, you know, this stuff matters. Twenty-one. Twenty-six. I'd like to congratulate you both all on sleeping, despite all of the horrendous things that have happened to you that should have left more scars than they have. Apparently, you all get to sleep. We're all very tired. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> With that in mind, the next day, Einstein sort of comes knocking at the cellar. Mm-hmm. The cars let me in. So, oh, we're going on a trip. Apparently so, Professor. Cool. You know where we travel from? Um, don't kill me when we're on our own. I'll be really sad. Professor. We won't. You gotta cope somehow. He's got a slightly manic gleam in his eye. But Professor, do the others know about the, the mobile stones you gave everyone? No. Okay. That's what I thought. I just wanted to check. Oh, you think I should tell them? No. 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 He kind of looks at you and then his face darkens. I'm going to tell them. He backs out and closes the door. <laughs> Damn it. About 20 minutes passes. Einstein comes back in. So apparently you're allowed the stones, but I'm not allowed to talk to you unless I'm supervised. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. It's all right, Einstein. You're doing your best. You know what? I kind of am. So, yeah. journey, yes? 
Sure, let's do it. Cool. And I need to talk to my brother. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll wait outside. Okay. Your brother's not allowed to leave the cellar where everyone else is. There's not much privacy down here. That's fine. I'm just going to take him into a corner. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, I, I've told my brother I'll be back in a week. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, I just... He's, he's good. He's, he's, he seems to be handling this quite well. He was sad that the family isn't there, kind of a little bit let down, but there's enough exciting and interesting people happening that he's kind of more on board with it. Okay, essentially, I want Azu to sit down with Emika and just be like, I'm going off again. <laughs> you know what, let's RP it, why not? Okay. So I'm leaving. Yep, I thought that would be the case. I know you don't... You probably don't approve. I mean... Um, all feels a bit small now, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know everything that's going on, but... It's something I have to do, so... Things have moved on? Mm-hmm. I have to try to help, and I'm sorry that I can't... stay and... and help you, but there are larger things happening, and I just wanted to let you know... no hard feelings, ever. You always make stuff more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> it's really simple. Come back when you can. And then he holds his hand out, kind of like um, yeah, Barney like, like, Predator, kind of like, <coughs> like yeah, style. This is not a hug, this is a... This is a forehand pass. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're doing it in real life. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you yeah. guys can't see that. Oh, no, you know what it's... it is? It's a forearm class. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he uh, this orcish grunting. Of... He pulls he pulls you close, and then this is an orcish thing. Pulls you close, and then puts his forehead against yours for a moment, mm-hmm. and then you grip each other super hard, like there's the gentle creak of metal in the armor. <laughs> yes. Then he lets go. Yeah. Okay, take care of the family. When do I not? <laughs> Good point. See you later. As you're leaving, I'll be so annoyed if you don't come back. <laughs> Me too. If you die, I'll kill you. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just had to do that because, like, that needed to be resolved. <laughs> Me and him. Aw. Give. I'm disappointed in you, Alex. You didn't use the opportunity of, as you interacted with her family, to inflict massive emotional pain yeah, upon her. He could have what been happened like, to you? I told you not to leave. You can't be all misery. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Favoritism. It's favoritism. You can't make a cake with just chocolate. Sometimes you've got to put chocolate chips in for variation. It only. <laughs> it only counts as misery if he now dies. <laughs> Don't threaten me like that. That is absolutely you a see? threat. Like it's so easy to demonstrate where I'm going. with I can't believe you used chocolate. Well, what you've done is you've made a cake of poo, and now there are chocolate chips in the poo. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> let's go teleport. Uh, give me a perception check, Hamid. <laughs> oh, that's not very good. Oh, dear. 17. You know what? I don't know why I asked for the perception check. It's not that big a deal. Your brother seems to be, like, from the time, have been getting along with Vasek. Aww. Vasek seems to be, like... I don't want to say taking under the wing. That's not quite it. But Vasek seems to be keeping an eye out for the youngest member of the, the new family, as it were. Cool. Make of that what you will. That sounds good to me. So I'm just imagining a parallel party going on, like where they go <laughs> off on their own little adventure. <laughs> so much content. Too much content. Too much content. <laughs> cool. Einstein leads you, accompanied by guards, to his teleporting out house, basically. <laughs> 
you get the impression, by the way, that the guards are not approving of Einstein. It becomes easily apparent that he really shouldn't have brought you back here without letting people know ahead of time he was going to be bringing you back here. He's probably being got in trouble for that one. <laughs> oh, um, bless he's him. the best. But he, he leads you back down into your thing. What you didn't notice before, you have the storm doors and so on, but there appears to be a trapped metal grate which would have dropped down if he hadn't have turned it off, you know, so if someone, you know, happens to be turning up. Mm. Again, you, you had way too much on, but he immediately is like, yeah, watch out for that. Cool. So he takes him on. Okay. So I sort of know where we're going, but we're going to have to do a little bit of talking. Apparently I'm not allowed to stay with you, though. I kind of got to drop you off, but you got your stones, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. What's Ed doing? So Ed... You forgot him again, no, didn't no, you? No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. You forgot didn't. him again. No, I genuinely didn't. So Ed at first is kind of wanting to come along, but it's readily apparent, and I can just skip ahead of the RP of this, he's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fair. He's hard not allowed. Curie is, I mean, Curie probably won't turn up again. You, you get word down the grapevine that there are plenty of things that Ed can do to help. But sure. going around unsupervised is not mm. one of them. He needs to quarantine. And he's so, like, straightforward that that in itself is going to seem suspicious. Yeah, like, he's he's a whole thing. <laughs> he's a whole thing. So Einstein kind of brings you in and goes, OK, cool. So as far as I'm aware, it's probably going to be stormy again. Whereabouts are we going? Just roughly, if you don't want to cool. tell us precisely. No, it's OK. So I am going to take you to last place that we had contact with Wild. He knows that you're going to be coming. We managed to get word there, but, you know, he kind of does his own thing. So I can kind of take you there and then we hope. Okay. Because if he doesn't get in contact, I can't make him. That's not really how it goes. He's kind of cagey these days, so be nice. Oh, 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 oh. If he tries to make you embarrassed, go with it. Okay. What does what? that mean? Cool. What? We're going to be going quite near... I mean, how well do you know Japan? Oh, not at all. Not okay, quite slightly. zero. So there's, a like, a big part of it is called Honshu. Okay. And then near the coast, there's another place. So we're going to Japan? Yeah! Great. That, that's probably as much specificity as we need. Okay, cool. What's the weather going to be like? Terrible. It's in what way specifically? Raining, hurricanes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. Should should we cast Endure Elements first? Oh, cool, yeah. So, well, we're not in Rome anymore. I keep forgetting. Last time I saw we're you guys, you Rome couldn't anymore. cast anything, you know? I cast Endure Elements on cool. me and Azu. Okay, sure. Do as you will. And I offer it to the professor as well. Einstein's like, I'm basically going to be there five minutes. Like, I'm dropping you off. And apparently, if I don't come back straight away, don't come back at all. But they tell, they say that all the time, you know, so... <laughs> just before we go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take... As you by the hand, just say, whatever happens, let's stick together. We're all that we've got at the moment. <laughs> we hug again. I'm right yeah. here! <laughs> wow! You just you're said in a you... cellar full of people that like you. Yeah. Also Ed, who I think loves you. What? Come on! Oh, he loves everyone. He's like a golden retriever, a glorious six-foot retriever. <laughs> it's not quite... We meant, sure. we meant it, in this situation yeah, going we've got to on. Yeah, stick together, have each other's backs because we're going somewhere new and dangerous. Could die oh, yeah, cool, again. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. that we're the only people we care about or that care about us. Obviously, we Einstein's care about families. Face brightens up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. That of course. Of course, that's a okay. thing. As you look very sincerely and says, We care about you a lot, Einstein. Yeah, cool. You've been amazing, Professor. 
we can't express how grateful we are that you were there. Oh, stop! Waiting for us. He says, just we got back. <laughs> Come on, no! I offer Einstein a hug. Yeah, come here, bring it. Mm, don't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, don't tell anyone I did that. I'm totally not meant to be doing that. Uh, Is hugging okay. illegal? Well, no, it's just you know you could like I don't know explode or something. Mm. Things got weird. Anyway, should we go? Oh, cool. Three, two, that. one. Oh. <laughs> Einstein teleports. <laughs> Mid-sentence. Tell you what, teleport, way more comfortable now that you've done the planar shift thing. You're like, this, <laughs> this, is this is lovely. Five. It's basically getting on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> my insides are all remaining where I want them to be. Where are my knees? Oh, they're with <laughs> me. <laughs> Wicked. Not stretched across the multiverse. Everyone give me a perception check, please. Okay. 26. 20. Cool. You both appear in the middle of a torrential downpour of rain. It is warm here, but not not the kind of heat that you've been used to while you've been in sort of Damascus and Egypt and so on. It is I don't want to say tropical, but it's that it's that kind of vibe. Like almost. humid? Yeah, it's humid even with the rain. Like, yeah. You, you, I, I'm trying tropical storm. Like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. Yeah. It's not like trees are being uprooted and so on. You're not in danger of being blown away. But it is like you can see your hand in front of your face, but other side of the street is kind of this or that. You seem to be in some kind of rural community of some kind. You notice that you're on what, what counts for a street. It seems to be a track rather than a road as such. And there are a few buildings clustered around you. You notice that there is a, what appears to your eyes to be an inn of some kind or something similar. Obviously, architecturally, it's weird compared mm. to the stuff you've been used to. But yeah, it is. it appears to be some kind of inn of some kind is lit. Of the eight buildings that you can sort of just about make out along the street, the inn is lit and one other one down the street is lit. It is comparatively woody um, insofar as there's quite a lot of trees towards the edge of the, the route. And it is quite steep. This is where Alex's geography might break down a little bit, so I apologise in advance if my research is incorrect for the location I'm in. But it's my world, so I can't be. <laughs> That's the situation as it stands. Einstein sort of teleports in with you, and he's having to be a little bit loud with his, with his huddle going, Okay, go to the inn! He said he'd meet you at the inn! Okay. Okay. It's Thank you. been an honour, Professor. Oh, 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 before I forget, he also said to apologise for the cliché. Oh, no. Sure. That will... This yeah. could be anything. Cool. Cool. Look after yourselves. Stay safe, Professor. Yeah. That. Don't die. Cool. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone. You're now just alone in the middle of this rural street with no one there in the rain. Well, let's get this over with. All right. Mm. I cast Comprehend Languages. Ooh, this is good call. Look at you, bonus points. You're so clever. Unfortunately, it has the target self. I can't cast it on other people, even if I want to. That's fine. I, I, I'll, I'll believe you. It also doesn't give me the ability to speak any language, just to understand it when it's spoken to me. Fair enough. Let's so go. You uh, presumably head towards the inn, in inverted yep. commas. Yes. So, I'm going to skip a bunch of the descriptions for the simple reason that, like, this is going to be painfully obvious to everyone who wasn't in this world. Some of the walls, right? Made of paper. What's with that? This is proper rural as well. It is not sort of made up well. It is 
a little bit run down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, heading in, it is a little busier than you would have expected, given how empty all of it is. But by a little busier, I mean like there's six people. Sure. Ooh. There's an innkeeper behind what effectively is a bar, and you see a bunch of people are are sat on these rush mats, spread out around the room, having quiet sort of conversations over sake or something similar. There is a side set of rooms as well, and so on. And there's a there's a central fire basically to your eyes a fire pit in the middle of the room which is keeping it warm it's very smoky the innkeeper sort of sees you and then you have you ever seen American Werewolf in Paris thing? no Mm -hmm. basically it's again the cliche of everyone innkeeper stops cleaning everyone (laughs) just looks at you two walking in so it's a western yeah (laughs) I wave I do not wave they all just kind of look super tense I go up to the bar and go Drink? Probably in English. What? What? No. What's the most likely? What's the most common like trading language in this world? Mm. Realistically, it's going to be French. I'll do it um, in French then. English might work, but it's not the lingua. F- yeah, pa- not the lingua, not lingua franca. franca. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've mentioned before that French is the lingua franca because <laughs> it's just better that way. Yeah. So French. How do I put it? French is the language of money. I'll, I'll, in this I'll, world, like it just tends I'll to I'll probably be. open in French then and ask, uh, uh, drink? The, the barman kind of takes a moment. I'll do a gesture. Takes a moment, go, gives you gives you a hesitant thing and then... I'll get out some copper pieces. Uh, runs off around sort of a, a side thing. Everyone else is still just staring at you. Mm. I smile at them. So in terms of the clientele... I scan them, I mean, yeah. yeah I you assume don't give all... me a perception check, both of you. Yeah. Oh, no. 23. 11. They all could do with some care. Like, Aww. one of them, one of them when they get up to, like, have a move around is clearly lame. Another one, you notice, has uh, an eye patch. A couple of them are looking a little bit underfed compared to what they should be. Hamid, these are fishermen and one sort of fisherman's family. So you've got a, a, sure. a literally a, a, a presumably wife and daughter. And they are there. You notice as well, they're a little bit more malnourished than they should be. Mm. Um, not terribly so, but this is not a community that is doing well. Yep. And you notice that, again, because you have a bit of time, they're nursing their drinks longer than they should. They're clearly here because there's a big old empty space outside and it's nicer to be in here with other people than not. Have a bit of community, yeah. Yeah, yeah makes um, sense. Their conversation does pick up eventually, but it's very clear that they're all waiting for you guys to be bad trouble. So we probably go and sit in the corner if nothing happens immediately? The innkeeper returns, okay. seeing you starting to sit down. It's like, oh, uh, 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 oh gosh, you've, you've literally just cast a spell, I forgot. <clears throat> to be clear, any languages that are being translated magically, I don't do accents for, and I'm dodging any accents that are horrendously problematic. Sure. Yes, good. So the innkeeper just comes up and he's like, oh, no, 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 you don't have to. Uh, come, come here, come, sorry. Uh, yes, please, come with me. Um, he starts shuffling off to a basically the side, one of the side rooms that has its... I'll give him a thumbs up and start following. Yeah, he as com- he clanks after them. He comes through, slides open the door and gestures for you to go inside. How big is this Mercy? room? It is a room where a cramped six people could sit. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to be crouching or anything like it that. It has a low-rising Japanese-style table with rush matting on the floor and so on, and a cabinet to one side, which appears to have some drinks on it, but there's no furniture or chairs to speak of in that, in okay, that sense. That's, I just wanted to know how uncomfortable I'm going to be. <laughs> Pretty uncomfortable. Okay. He kind of looks at you. Give me a sense motive. Yeah. Love a sense motive. Oh, 21. badly again. 
That's 13. You miss it, this one. Hamid, you get the impression that this barkeep's terrified of you and hiding it. Even though he's acting slightly nervous, he's mortally terrified of you. And then he, he closes the thing. And the last thing that you notice before the break is the distinct sounds of people in the inn seem to be starting to get up and leave. Something, something to consider. I think they might be scared of us. I don't know if that's because we're unusual or just outsiders in general. Wish we'd asked how the war has affected Japan. And there's the break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And welcome back. I think it's time for you two to have a small amount of downtime, maybe 60 to 70 seconds. So you oh, just, lovely. You just do, that, <laughs> do with that what you want, you know? F- call it whole fluff episode. You said the drinks in the cabinet? Mm-hmm. Should we have a drink while we're here? Yeah, I suppose we can leave some money or something. Yeah. She pours two out. Currency's reasonably universal. <laughs> yeah. She does hers in one and like, takes another. Hamid sips. <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's not as strong as the stuff that you're used to. But it's well, also... Nothing is. <laughs> but it's also stronger than most of the human swill that you've had. Ah. Oh. Hamid, it's pretty strong sake. Although it's quite warm. What's with that? <laughs> so you neck one. Do you have any more? I'd sip. I'd probably only have a couple of sips. So I am going to accelerate time a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a point where it's like if 10 minutes hits, you're leaving or anything like that? Personally, I think that we would stay longer than 10 minutes. I think we'd probably minutes. stay an hour. Yeah. That's fine. Hours, an hour. that's, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Is this how many hours we're sitting there? <laughs> oh my God. Is this how many drinks we're having? <laughs> yes. I mean, Hamid probably won't have more than one, which he'll sip very slowly. Am I going to meet Oscar Wilde while drunk? Both of you, please roll a perception check. Okay. 15. 19. Okay. That actually works out perfectly. Cool. Time rolls on. You guys are sipping and drinking and so on. 
it's really warm in here, in a good way. Like, it's very warm, very comfy, in a way that you basically haven't been in weeks. Mm. It's incredibly quiet, there's the gentle sound of rain on the roof and so on, and it's very lulling. And, Hamid, you, you actually start to feel yourself dropping asleep. Azu, he does just... He conks out on you. And you... She lets him. Yeah. You start to sort of nod off as well, mm. etc. Are you going to let yourself? Are you going to try and wake yourself up, etc.? No, she's going to try and stay awake. Cool. How, how do you do so? She's going to fiddle with the Heart of Aphrodite necklace mm-hmm. like to keep her fingers busy, keep herself... As you're doing that, you find that you're being really clumsy with it. Like you're oh, feeling no, it's a little poisoned! Bit, you're feeling a little bit like, ooh, hang on, hang on. You maybe try and stand up and it's like, oh, 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 oh the room is spinning way more. Like, the stuff you have drunk must be incredibly strong. Like far stronger than any orchestra. Pumping moonshine. something into the air. Come on, surely I, I'm going to roll something for deciding give that it a, might be poison. Give me a heal check. Okay. Just punch through the wall. Let some fresh air in. Oh. <laughs> Ellen. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. It could just be really, really, really strong booze. It's not likely, but it's possible. You could have been drugged. You're not in pain, but you also immediately know that anything that must be affecting you this much must be playing merry havoc with the little halfling over there. I'm going to try and wake Hamid up. Absolutely. Yeah. And Go for it. I do a little shake. Nope. He's out of it. Do a little slap. Nothing. Pick him up. Like like a baby. <laughs> just like Nothing. Don't shake babies, <laughs> Helen. <laughs> oh, God. I just went like under the arm. Yeah, but it's the fact that you say pick him up like a baby and the audience can't see it, but you're like <laughs> <laughs> It's like watching a Muppet in a like Gravitron. <laughs> okay. Get us out into the rain. I don't want to leave the room that they said to stay in. It's very warm in there. Okay, she begins Ooh. to pace. You try. You're very clumsy. You, like, knock into the table a little bit. Give me a okay. perception check. Oh, thank God. That's 25. You notice that the table shunts slightly. Like, when you hit it, obviously, it's just resting on the mat. Mm. But as you do, you know, it's a very strong, hollow sound from underneath the matting and so on. And you notice that in like the the table shifts and the matting shifts, and you notice that there might be a door under the table or something. Well, I lift the table up. Okay, cool. Give me your reflex save. Oh no, it's trapped. Sasha, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And your reflex save is terrible. It's eight. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense though, because I'm drugged. Clearly. Oh, that's unfair. Makes sense, though. I'm going to get shot with so many arrows. The entire floor just drops away. (laughs) The mats drop, the table with it just drop, and you all fall a decent distance, like maybe like 15 feet, something like that. As you drop, you both slam into the... Does Hamid wake up? No. Hamid, luckily, will not have tensed up during the fall, and so actually will be mostly okay. And yet the dice say otherwise. Oh, no. It's a single D6, 15 foot? Yeah. Hamid took a grand total of five, mm-hmm. and Azu took a grand total of three. Okay, no problem. You drop down, <laughs> and notice that all of the walls here, they're stone. Apart from one, that one's got bars in it that are locked. I go and yell. The floor that kind of gave way, you see, is just one massive trapdoor, mm. and then it starts to clank its way back up as the chains are pulled in it closes above you you find yourself how, how long was that taking it's not particularly quick do you want if you want to intervene in the meantime please go go, go nuts nah I'm terrible at acrobatics I couldn't jump you are taking all of the penalties smash yeah. it get your axe smash it before it closes on us 
Can I work? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna do that. I mean, I'm unconscious. I, as can't, smash- I can't contribute. No. So did you try and smash one of the doors as it's coming up? No. You said they're like chains or something. Chains, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna like try and cut one of the chains. Okay, cool. Give me an attack roll. Okay. 18. Yeah, you manage. Well, with your bonuses. Yeah, oh! You manage. I know that you manage already. You're fine. Okay. But the main... You are taking more penalties than you think. It's just it's not particularly hard to hit a fairly stationary object. <laughs> Even when drunk. <laughs> Roll damage. 11 and a... 9. Plus... That's Honestly, 26. it's all good. I'm being incredibly cruel. Why you do so much damage? I'm being, I'm being incredibly cruel. Didn't matter. You swing the axe as hard as you can, and it sparks off it. It apparently has done no damage, and bright sparks come off it from the. Uh, oh my from gosh! It must be magical. You see the chain has been blackened with soot or something, but the parts that you have marked has been sort of scraped away. There's an exotic metal under there. It's not just normal metal. You would have cut through with the amount of force that you put behind it. Right. The door are closing still. It is not quick. It is. Then she's gonna. Try. Okay, I am gonna try and jump onto one of the doors and like bring it down because I'm I'm a heavy. That's fine. I'm a heavy shed built orc person. What do I roll to jump? <laughs> Is it acrobatics? Correct. Woo-hoo-hoo! Nothing in that. <laughs> That is... So you rolled, you rolled a six, you got minus one in acrobatics, but your armor check penalty is also minus four. So total of minus five. Wow. Plus drugged. So minus <laughs> 50 or something. <laughs> you try, you slip flat on your back, your armor manages to catch in a dink in the floor, so you're actually struggling to unpin yourself from you the floor. You yourself. As <laughs> the doors close upwards, you manage to sort of free yourself, but the doors are pretty much closing. However, a voice that you recognise from the shadows on the other side of the bars just pipes up. I really wouldn't trouble yourself. Wild? Who's asking? It's Azu, clearly. Wild steps out. Yeah, it's Wild. He is currently dressed in a passable sort of peasant's garb in terms (laughs) of, like, tattered clothing and blah 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 for what it's worth he's actually done a pretty good job this isn't the spies that Grizzop was running into where they wore <laughs> a single blanket and were like I'm disguised that like, was so good no this is this is done properly he's got like a, a rubbishy looking hat and so on and he steps forward out of the light and his face is stern stern mm. as and he's just looking at both of you I'm carrying Hamid and I sort of totter over to the bars why did you did you drug us Come on, Azu. If you're Azu, you're, you're always quite good at reading people. What do you think? Well, sense motive, I guess, on him. Just sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the answer is obviously yes, but I'm going to do it anyway. I rise up, bud! What's happening? Well, what was that for the, for the listeners? That was a natural one! You know what? Now you think about it, that barkeep was shady as anything. <sighs> Could be captured wild as well. Well, I mean, technically, it's a 12. Yeah, like, you know, you're not being an that, idiot. Yeah, but that's not how natural ones work. I don't care. <laughs> Honestly, he's, here's how it actually goes down. You are completely thrown by him because mm. all of the tells that you've learned to recognise aren't there. Mm. You're getting nothing from He is stonewalling you. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm drugged, so... Good. Are you going to let us out? Eventually. 
Are you going to keep us here for seven days like they were going to do before? I might do. Why? Okay. How do I prove us to you? He just leaves. Wild, get back here! You hear the distinct sound of a heavy door closing. I'm going to start trying to pull the bars out of the floor. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Give me a strength check. Switch to a different die. No, yeah. Keep the drugged die. <laughs> well, that was a two. I don't. I can't remember. You why hurt I yourself that. attempting it, and <sighs> exhaust yourself before eventually you slump I mean, you down to the ground. You have a strength bonus, so that makes it five. Yeah, it's still basically nothing. Yeah, you 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 honestly managed to hurt yourself going and going and going, and then eventually slump to the ground, exhausted, having having failed to do anything to the incredibly strong bars. In fact, I'm not going to get a perception check. They've also been sutted up. You mm. recognise the metal underneath. Is it adamantine? It is. Uh, she rests her forehead against the bars. <laughs> At which point you hear a voice from the other side of the bars, right in the corner in the shadows. Well, it wouldn't bother if I, uh, if I were you. That's adamantine, that is. You're not getting through. Just relax and try and get some sleep. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> I know I'm unconscious. I'm still excited. <laughs> Solves back, everybody. <laughs> Oh my god! Hamid twitches. (laughs) (laughs) Bryn's got such little chill. As he says, who are you? Just get some rest. Why should I trust you? I've been... I'm drugged. I am in a cell. I'm not asking you to trust me. I just told you you probably wouldn't want to bother. That's adamantine. You'll just hurt yourself. I may be tired, but I'm very angry right now. That's fine. Um, You're still in a cell. (laughs) Everyone's wanted this meeting for so long, and it's just not. This is not what anyone imagined, Alex. Everything I Once wanted. again, every time you you think you're providing what fans want, you're just finding new ways to torture them. I'm enjoying it. Ugh. Are you working with Wild? Yeah. Well, I suppose that's good. Yeah, and I guess you know why we can't trust you right now. So just. You think we're infected with the thing? Draw your own conclusions, but. You know, there's a reason you're in there, and you might as well just chill out, get some rest. There's no point in, well, trying to cut through adamantine. Right. Well, thanks for your help. She- I, I'm not giving you any. Well, I suppose I told you. All right, yeah, no, fine, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything I wanted it to be. Azu turns around and puts her back to the bars and just continues to hold Hamid. I'm happy to accelerate time at this I'm point. So, I'm, I'm mostly upset you didn't give us a chance to save against the poison. I mean... I did, I rolled for you. Uh, Before I mentioned that there was a poison. Uh, that was what those six rolls were for. Because uh, you kept drinking it. <laughs> I sipped gradually on one cup. You sipped a... Con- uh, sorry, no, you sipped an imbibe poison on one cup. And it turns out at the high end of the potions, poisons that you drink, oh, they get fun. Mm. They get real fun. <laughs> okay. Look, do you have any idea how difficult it is to work poisons effectively into any campaign? No, 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 no. They just don't work in this system. Fair. Right, well, Azu, Azu's going to try to stay awake, but is ignoring whoever this is in the shadows um, because she does not like them. Give me a will save. Don't flub it and you'll be all right. Well, who knows what will happen? Do you want to use my natural wand dice? No. Uh, that's... Oh, that's 20. That is the exact noise that you make over, over the hours. Um, <laughs> but no, you don't... You, you don't you don't drop off. I'm assuming, Ben, that you aren't going to be piping up. 
No. That's fine. You should probably introduce yourself for any listeners who jumped on in season four. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, so I'm Ben Meredith. Uh, nice oh, to meet you. Oh, good. you actually do mean that. Because... I'm, not, I'm not joking. No, you... they've listened to the Rome prologue. Not necessarily. People skip. Uh, okay. Well, if you've just <laughs> randomly decided that this episode is the one you want to join well, in Well, they might have last episode at the beginning of season four. That's a perfectly logical place to join. I agree. This song. might be the first time they've ever met you, And they are getting such an accurate it's impression. The... Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm nothing if not me. Why have you started this episode? Go back and listen to the recap. That's the uh, point of it. Come on. And that's shaming. And there we go. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> anyway, I'm playing Zolf Smith. <laughs> so. Sad sea lad's back. Mm. Time passes. And by time, I mean like more than an hour. Hamid, you recognise his breathing goes from that of an unconscious sack of, of meat, basically, <laughs> to, Charming. to someone who is clearly asleep. And then he's tiny little snores start. Oh. You reckon if you wanted, you could probably wake him at this Absolutely point. Absolutely wake him up. Tiny little slaps on the face. Uh, what? what? Where, where are we? What happened? Well, we fell through a trap door and Oscar Wilde, I think, was here, but what? he doesn't He doesn't think that we are who we say we are and there's someone in the shadows who might still be watching, I don't I know. I cast Dancing Lights. Okay. It doesn't work. Ooh. Oh dear. <laughs> um, are we in, in an anti magic field? Possibly. There's adamantine everywhere. This, oh. They don't they don't think we are who we say we are, and I think we might be stuck here for a week unless we can convince them otherwise. Where, where are we? What's We're just how, how much light is there? Can I see anything? It's the only light that is coming in... Bear in mind that Azu has dark vision and I don't. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the only light that's coming in is a tiny amount from where the well-made sort of ceiling trap door yeah. meets. Dim. Very, very dim light. But again, also you have been unconscious hours, so you probably eyes are adjusted to, to darkness to a degree. But yeah, you, you, it's... Think every single classic dungeon shot of movie dark... <laughs> oh, it's very blue. Uh, lots, of, lots of yeah. It's, it's actually middle of the day. Yeah. But we just put a blue filter over it. It'll be fine. <laughs> no one will know. Uh, I'm going to cast, try casting some other cantrip level spells. Cool. None of them. Yeah. Dud 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 dud. Yeah, I think we're in an anti magic field of some kind. I go up to the bars and just how wide apart are they? They are quite narrow. Yeah. Clever. In fact. Now that you're looking at it closely, and as you would have noticed as I didn't add the detail, mm. there appears to be a fine mesh running between the main bars. The mesh isn't adamantine. There are adamantine mm. bars and then a smaller sort of chicken wire-esque thing. Yeah. I already tried the bars. I, I can't move them. Uh, mm. You hear the sound of a book being put down in the darkness. <laughs> Jennifer. No. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> no, I don't. I know. I mean, I'm not reading that one. I'm reading the sequel. Obviously, well, probably several sequels down the line. You've had 18. He's months. prolific, and it's been a long time. Yeah. Jennifer, yes. Did take a break from writing though after that traumatic experience on an airship. <laughs> <laughs> but if anything, it just made his work pop more yeah, okay. yeah, when he when he came to terms with it. Never been better, okay. than, better than ever. Yeah, I wouldn't try that, Hamid. I think. Uh... What? What? Ow! Self, is that you? Yes. You know him. What are you doing here? Why are we trapped? What is going on? You mean you've been with this person so long and you haven't even spoken about me? I'm very offended, Hamid. I told you about Zolf. Well, he used I to be part of the mercenary group. A lot has happened. Yes, it's me. And um, and how would I know that this is Zolf anyway? I've never seen him. That's true. Good instincts. 
And I can't even see you now. It's so dark in here. Can you at least have some light? You're going to keep us in a cage. Yes. All right. I will turn on some torches. Uh, yeah, as long as it's turn on. <laughs> light? Light some torches. All right, I've got some... Yeah. I turn you on used the to be able to cast Spark. I can not cast, cast Spark. Of course I didn't get I don't, know. I don't know how much you've changed. You can't cast Spark in here. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you can light a mundane yeah, 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 torch yeah. easily enough. Yeah, I'll light some torches. So you can see Zolf now. <gasps> So, um... <laughs> He's a beholder. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. No, so his hair is much shorter. He's still got the beard. He's gone for a kind of Thor, Thor 2 Ragnarok. to Thor 3 Ooh, sort of vibe. So much trauma must have happened. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Uh, he's, got, he's still got his beard. It's in a big single plait down the middle oh. now. And it's bound together by a golden circlet with an emerald set in it. Um, his hair is now completely white. Whoa! Uh, yeah, apart from that, he hasn't really changed much. Well, I mean, at... what's going on beneath the waist, oh, as it were? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you if you will insist. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing some trousers and some boots. That's it. It's not going to show you a cheeky bit of chin or anything, <laughs> so that's what he's got. Clothing, worth mentioning. In uh, terms of... Okay, so he's still wearing his ratty old sort of leather raincoat. <laughs> But underneath, he's actually got armour, which has changed nice. from the last time. Sure. Um, it's just a breastplate, but in the light, you can see sort of slightly shimmering engravings that aren't bright, they don't glow, but they they look like they're a slightly different gloss. So you kind of see them in the reflections every so often. So I'm guessing no iconography of Poseidon. No. Ooh. No, so the, the Driftwood Dolphin is gone. Um, is there any iconography we would recognise? No. Ooh. So instead of a trident, he's got a glaive, which is propped up on the chair. Can you describe a glaive for people just so that they know what it is? A glaive is a sword on a pole. <laughs> yeah, basically of. a spear with a slightly longer It's blade. an over-ambitious spear in a way that I just love. Yeah. 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 So what? what is going on? What, has no one told you? I mean, they've told me a lot, but it doesn't explain you being here... Well, I'm, I'm working with Wild again. Great! Wonderful! <laughs> How did that happen? Why am I in a cage? Well, you know why you're in a cage. I'm going to have to stay here for seven days! Maybe. Oh. Is there literally nothing that... Is there nothing he can say? Because you don't know me, but... All right. Both of you, look into my eyes. Right? Look deeply. Look carefully. So I'll concentrate... And then let's rip the wettest, loudest fart that you've ever heard. <laughs> real, real, Just real, 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 the room. real grim. And then I'm going to do a sense motive check on both Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Hamid reacts viscerally. <laughs> oh. I mean, reeling backwards and being quite uh-huh. ew, basically. Give me a sense motive. Uh, so this is for Hamid. That's a 17. Uh-huh. As it was already glaring at you, now she's glaring even harder. Okay. <laughs> To answer the info that you know and other people in the room don't, you're getting an okay read from Hamid. Yeah. Uh, you get, you're not really Azu. getting anything from Azu, yeah. and also, you're probably not going to be able to override the protocol anyway. But it's the difference between, you know, prepping the tar pits yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. not. For Hamid, at least. Oh, great. I'm looking forward to tar pits for me in my what? future. What? Well, that was a test. I guess you sort of passed, Azu, not... Great! ...so much. Sorry. I'm a paladin. 
Okay. The test was farting! What sort of a test is this? It's a, it's a good one. Surely you can tell that if I'm a paladin, I'm to be trusted. Nope. That, what do you mean, no? Well, I mean, that is not how it has worked. God, but they've told you what's been going on. So we're stuck in this cage for a week. The churches can't be trusted. Fine. Bring me some food, some drink, a cushion, a comb, a mirror, (laughs) and start telling me what's happened to you. And I'm going to end the episode there. (laughs) This is the weirdest intro I could have possibly hoped for. I love it. We started it so much. I was hoping we could be friends. (laughs) Well, you're the one being aggressive. Oh, all solved did was say hello and then soil himself. <laughs> I did not soil myself. I don't know, you're pretty old. There's bound to be a bit of follow through. you! <laughs> I'm like 51, which for, an, for a blooming positively dwarf, sprightly. That's like the like early 30s. And not this. That's our age, friend! <laughs> I'm going to end on this note. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye! <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Lowry Ann Davis. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. I finally saw someone on Tumblr the other day shipping Grizzop and Hamid, and I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, the two <laughs> Chinese! Hazop. <laughs> or Grimid. Hazop. Uh, Amsterham. Is that they went with? That's so good! Really That's clever. very, very clever. clever. That's very clever. You were in Japan recently, weren't you? Yes. Have you used some of your... Re- some of your... Uh, Experiences I, there as research. I would have liked and to written f- off the trip as expenses for the company. Oh. It's very, I'm just saying, Alex. I, I if, would, it was, if it was research, unfortunately, I've I've did something really foolish, which is because of the way the trip shook out, shook out, shook out. I've taken you to basically the one bit I didn't see on no. getting. <laughs> Tell you what, though, if you all just randomly go off piece and start picking a random direction, I got you covered. Awesome, let's do it. But the one bit we're in is kind of. Oh. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.
Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello everyone, Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers, meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S E L E N E. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. <laughs> 